teams, two leaders, two of the best the game has known, and now one game remains. One game, one winner, one NBA champion. Game seven, next. This is former NBA All-Star Darren Williams, and you're listening to the Volume Shooters Podcast with Mitch and Stan. Take it away, boys. Welcome. Oh, boy! Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of the Volume Shooters Podcast, brought to you, as always, by TKS Capital Solutions. Game 7, the two best words in sports, Mitch. So, it's not Game 7 of the NBA Championship. 1994, wow. that was wow. your intro. Game 7, Knicks and Houston Rockets. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Bob Costas. Wow. God damn, that guy's the best. Costas is the, the king. Best. Kenny, best intro. Kenny the Jet Smith, who we see on TNT. Vernon Maxwell. Hakeem Olajuwon. Otis Thorpe. Sam Cassell. Ori. Oh, yeah. And then you got your Knicks, Patrick mm-hmm. Ewing and Knicks. John Starks. That was a championship team that didn't get it done. Unbelievable. Pat Riley. Well, uh, today's game seven day. Two game sevens. Two game we, sevens. We, we hope for three. We could have had three game had sevens. Three. We got two game sevens. The freaking, the freaking Rockets. Daryl Morey, his, his lifelong quest to beat the Warriors comes up short yet again. Chris Paul always let you down. No. But let's go into today's two huge game sevens. First... Let's talk about Philadelphia versus Toronto. Did the 76ers we, did we, did we and the Raptors. kick it off season? Uh, I did. I did. Yeah, I, did. did. Uh, I got two. I was too, too juiced up by the game seven. Bob Costas. So, so this Raptors, this Raptors 76ers game, I, the more I think about this game, this game is literally like a franchise changing for both teams. You know, if, if Toronto, if, if Philadelphia doesn't win today, I'm, I'm reading all over the internet that Brett Brown's getting fired. So when you read that, like, any, any shock? Any surprise? Like, I mean, they go from winning about nine games to winning 14 games to right. winning 18 games to boom, two years ago winning 50. This year winning 50. Yeah. But the expectations completely changed with Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris in the fold. And you're thinking Eastern Conference Finals are a bust. Now, they're meeting who I think is the best team in the East. Milwaukee's so good. And not giving them enough credit, but... That's it. You know what? There's top. There's three teams, and there's everyone else. So uh, they got to. They got to get this win. Right, so I think my question on moving on from Brett Brown is: You see, with the Lakers, we'll get to that later in the show. Who's out there as a coaching candidate that you think is so much better? You just need a change, so you make a change. Is this a change for the sake of a change, or a change because there's somebody out there that could do a better job? I, I don't think that they necessarily want to move on from. I think Brett Brown's been at the organization quite a long time, but there it comes a point where you're just not you're not meeting your expectations. Your expectations for the t- for the roster that they have is to get to the conference finals. So they're not going to get there if they lose today, and I think that's the end of it. But there's a concept it's more than just him, though. There's a concept out there that there's a certain guy that you take to lead your team from the absolute right. stinkage, yes. and he gets you out of the stinkage, a level. and maybe he's not the guy to take you to right. that next level. That's what happened with the Warriors. They had Mark right. Jackson right. raising Curry and, and, and Thompson and Draymond Green, teaching him how to play basketball, and he gets to a certain point. And now he can't be a week, not a winner. So Steve Kerr took it over. But I'm not putting, I'm not burying Brett Brown by any stretch. I'm not saying they're going to lose today. I'm just saying that if they do lose today, probably Butler and Harris won't be back. 
And Simmons and Embiid have not, uh, since day one, we've talked about their chemistry not being right since they got Butler in there. So losing today could change everything from their perspective. And on the other side, we know that Kawhi Leonard is, they're hanging on to him by, for dear life as it is. And if they lose today, their expectations from last year with DeRozan are, are, are it's not their, their ending. It's exactly the same ending as it is with Kawhi. So they're not any better off. Well, here's what I want to say about one comment you made, which is Harris and Butler. I believe they will keep one. I don't no know. What? Yes. I don't Even know. if they fire the coach yes. and they lose today? Yes. I don't know which one. I'm not sure. I lean towards Butler for them. I think Butler's value to them will be higher than Butler's value to anyone else. Tobias Harris will have a lot of spots, but Butler is... Butler has done more for himself in this postseason than anyone. Um, I believe that Butler came in, he was the fourth of their four good players. He's played great. And he's played phenomenal. He's, he's played great. Like I said last pot, I think he's the least talented but gives the most effort. And and like ultimately with guys like Embiid and Simmons, you need a guy that's a dog like Jimmy Butler that's 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 making them give but he, 110% every okay, night. But, but the thing with Butler is he's really good to have around in, in May when you're in a playoff game. But in November, yeah. or in training camp, yeah. He's a big pain in the behind. Yeah. And he's a coach killer and doesn't get along with his teammates. Yeah. And wants the ball. And he's very selfish. And, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of cons there, too. I'm going to take what you said and I'm going to go sort of deeper. I believe that you're right. It is a turning point for both franchises. But it's a much bigger turning point for Toronto than, than for Philly. Philly will go on with Embiid or whatever. Toronto could literally lose everything overnight. Kyle Lowry stinks. Right. And if Kawhi Leonard leaves, they still have Siakam. They're a lottery team. But they are not a good team yeah, anymore. Not, so team. this is everything for the Raptors. The entire country of Canada yeah. has it all on the it's line today, today in Toronto. It's a huge game today. I think, honestly, I have, I have zero faith in that franchise to win today. Like, yeah. I just don't believe in anything that they're going to – I mean, Kawhi is going to be great today. He's going to put up his 28 points. He's going to shoot like 12 for 18. He's going to do exactly what Kawhi does because he's an alien. But everybody else – Yep. They lost, I have zero faith. They lost a huge game seven in the Vince Carter days and Carter left. Forever. They used. They lost a big game seven in Chris Bosh's days and oh, Bosh left. They pooped the bed a thousand times with DeRozan and Lowry. That game seven. Do you remember the game seven Vince Carter against Allen Iverson? The I do Sixers remember. I do remember. Against the Raptors. Years ago. What an amazing 2001. game. 2001. I think Carter hung like 50 out there. Carter was really that good. That series is, the Iverson and Carter were switching on 50 point games in that series. And I, I just Carter. watched an interview this morning. Immediately after the game, they had Iverson and Aaron McKee. Iverson wasn't great in Game 7. His teammates picked him up and yeah, Iverson very emotional. This is what a team is. This is what a team is. My teammates picked me up. Interesting. Canada is definitely scorned. Canada is not comfortable. And you, could, you could tell in like the last in the fourth quarter of today's game that the crowd will get tight. Everybody will be sitting in their hands oh, very yeah. nervous and yep. things start going wrong. Yep. And I think if they win today and lose to Milwaukee, I don't think anybody's going to have that like Disastrous feel because it won't be a, it won't be like an ending at home where they'll blow a game seven at home. This will be this is it. The narrative it's a huge game for both franchises. The narrative in a game seven at home is that your role right, players to win. your role players yes, are going to make big shots. So who's that guy? Danny Green Danny making Green. six three pointers today. Fleet, maybe I don't know. Green is a guy who's on the court. He's a shooter. His shots don't always go in on the road. Maybe he makes one or two. I'm looking for Danny Green to have a good game today. I, I expect also that the um, that Lowry's going to be bad. 
Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to, like, you know, make an obvious prediction here, but, like, do we have any faith? No. Is he going to play well today? No. Probably not. Siakam might. Siakam might, might just be it, above everybody It'll be a coming out party for Siakam. And Embiid's had a very weird series. Strange. He's had a very, a couple of games where he's had, like, 11 points. He's had upper respiratory problems. His yeah. Whole, his whole, is Embiid ever not injured? He, Embiid, it's, there's always something going on with Embiid. So this week, this series, they've been saying he's not injured at all. He's sick. He's sick. He's right, ill. Right. Which is ridiculous. It's garbage. It's, it's not, the playoffs, man. It's not related to an injury. It's just that he's ill. I I, I don't know it's what to make of it. Whole, his whole his whole season has been odd. Very, very quietly, they, they romped in game six, and Embiid's numbers looked decent. But Embiid was not very good quiet. until the game was out quiet. of hand. Yeah. He had a bunch of jumpers when they were already up by honestly, 15. Honestly, Butler's been their best player in this series. Which ben is Simmons crazy. is not a game seven player. He's okay. not. He's not. He's a guy. Everything's going to be tighter. The defense is going to be intense. He's not going to get into the paint at will. He doesn't want to shoot. Game He's seven, never going to shoot. Game seven is, is a three-point shooter's game. Ben, ben Simmons, though, you could totally see that can be getting into foul trouble. And yeah. Ben Simmons going on like a six-minute run where he has like 11 points. Like, he'll do something crazy. I don't, I don't know. know. Who do you think is going to win today? I have in my mind. I don't know why. I have in my mind that it's a shooter's game and that J.J. Redick will have a big game seven. Who's going to win today? People have been asking me this today all day. No, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> What's the spread in this game? I, I would love to know. It's like, yeah. it's got to be very close. It, it's from, a, from, from, a gambling, from a gambling standpoint, you would call this game a toss-up. Yeah. It's an absolute. 100%. It's a true Coin toss. I bet, I bet Toronto's like a four-point favorite because they're at home, but it's a very, very, very close game. Honestly, ESPN has some sort of weird matchup predictor. It says right here, Toronto and minus... Minus it? six and a half. What? It's a big that's spread. Bigger. And ESPN is giving the Raptors a 72% chance to win this game. Wow. I don't know where that's coming from, but it's a lot bigger than I thought, and I don't believe these numbers at all. I'm, I'm calling it 50-50. I don't believe... The only thing with Philadelphia is if the refereeing if the refereeing in a game seven at home gives gives the home team like an edge and gets a lot of calls, Philadelphia's bench is, is garbage. James, it's garbage. No, James, I know. James I, Ennis has been pretty good and Mike Scott has been pretty good. Those guys are not reliable. And Boban. Yeah, Boban plays today. Sixers are in big trouble. Yeah, you're okay. right. I haven't seen Boban in a yeah, long time. I think that's the thing they have to worry about. If they go, if they call, go, don't go their way early on, then they have to put all these guys in the bench. They're in big trouble. I believe I think the Raptors are going to win today. The Raptors will ride Kawhi for 40 minutes today. I don't know if the At Sixers. Least. I don't know if the Sixers will ride Embiid for 40. That's like the difference here. He can't go 40. He can't. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the, the Sixers did something, so many dumb things during regular season. They played Embiid back to backs all the time. Silly things that that, that come back to bite them. In the I don't know season. why. Here's how I feel. I feel the Sixers are going to win. That's my gut. And I don't want them to. Yeah, I want the I'll Raptors to win. So I'm rooting for the Raptors, but I'm thinking the Sixers. Just to remind people who probably forget, the Raptors won 58 games during the regular season. The Sixers won 51. That's yeah. a big spread. Big difference, people yeah. are saying game seven to the Raptors at home. You're talking about a team that won seven more regular season games. And Kawhi Leonard sat in 20-something games. That's right. So, That's so this team won 58 games. We won 65. And the, and the Sixers won 51. I'll also tell you their home record was 32-9. and nine. It's a wow. very strong home team. That's true. And so, and this, series, in this series, they lost one home game to Philly. Yep. They lost one game to the Magic at home yeah. as well. So they're not... You know, you're, not unbeatable. Because of these numbers, a 58-win team with 32 wins at home the regular season, you're thinking that's why they, they're, they're, they're the favorite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm a lot more excited for this game than the other game, but, but, but I'm excited for both at the same time. 
We have the other game. The other game, Sneaky, could be a better Very game. Interesting. Yeah, could be because this game, this series has, has shifted blowouts. So one right. team shows up, one team doesn't. Yeah. In the rat, in the Nuggets and the Blazers in Denver, and props to all the listeners in, in Denver and Colorado. They, they've been bringing it. That's a great crowd. They always have that weird sneaky home court advantage because the altitude. Other teams get gassed. They're not used to playing it in no. mile high. So speaking of. The Nuggets have also had a really good home record this year. Really good. So they were thirty-four and seven yeah, that's in an Denver. Home record. So Denver's minus five and a half. Yeah. So yeah, I I like Portland today. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I like Portland today. But on the on the, on the matchup predictor, ESPN gives the Blazers a better shot than they're giving the Sixers. Yeah. Sixty-three percent to thirty-seven. That feels fair, but that's just a disrespect for Denver. Nobody really believes Denver is a, you know, yep. a juggernaut. Yep. Um, I was telling you before we started this pod that I'm enjoying the fact that Milwaukee, a number one seed, who I dissed throughout the regular season, saying come play off the whatever. No, no, they are good. And Denver is a two seed hanging on winning 54 games in the West, which is no easy thing. They're also real. If Denver wins today, they'll be in the conference finals and we'll have number, you know. They'll be be them in the Warriors, which is really impressive. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in Denver. I don't know. It's, it's, hard, with, it's hard with Jokic being your best player because you know he's not going to be able to get shots in the fourth quarter for himself. Yep. So that means that guys like Jamal Murray yep. are going to have to make big, big-time shots in a Game 7 or a playoff series. I just don't see it. We, I, don't, I don't see it. We had a fan of the show trying to walk around recently somewhere, an event we were at, saying the most underrated player in the league is Jamal Murray. Most casual basketball fans have never heard of Jamal Murray. Now, that, that, that's to a certain Jamal extent... Young. It's to a certain extent true, yeah. but I want to see if Jamal Murray shows up in a game seven. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I let's see. Hey, he could he, surprise he, us. He's extremely streaky, so he could go for 11 threes today as well. Right. But like, You know who will show up? Damian Lillard. Yeah. Damian Lillard will be there. What's he shooting in this series? He's not playing great, Damian Lillard, in this series. Their whole team has, has been picking him up a little Rodney bit. Rodney Hood has had a great yeah, series. Yeah, had some weird Very quiet. contributions. McCollum's been solid. Yeah, the big guys play well. Cantor can do things. They, they've had a little bit of a... Of a well, they needed Cantor. A balanced roster. After they lost series. Nurkic, they needed Cantor. Yeah. Cantor's been good. So Damian Lillard has been a fourth quarter guy his, his whole career. Of late, he's made humongous shots, as we talked about last week's podcast. I, I think he'll be great in the fourth quarter. I think Portland's going to win. I'm, I am taking Denver. I am absolutely taking Denver. I'm taking the home team here. I'm taking the, the, the team that stayed in the uh, two spot all year long. Jokic is a walking triple-double. See, it's interesting because these two teams, like, if they lose today, it's not like uh, Raptors and Sixers. There's no, like, big consequence. They both had really good seasons. They both, I think, exceeded expectations from what they started the year out, right? The West is unbelievable because the, the, the Nuggets won 54 games in the regular season. The Blazers won 53. You're talking about teams that are evenly matched. Yeah. These are teams over... Everybody over, was in a game of each other. Over a long course of the season, these are evenly matched teams. These are two teams that are very similar. You, you, we, we just expected Portland to lose last round, so yep, we think it's we a did. Little, We feel it's a little bit like... We they're, did. They're the so here comes my hot take. I have... I have a hot take followed by a hot take. It's a hot take factory today. I'm an electric factory. This game seven day. Here we go. My hot take is that whoever comes out... Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me go back one second. My hot take is that Denver will win today and Denver will knock off the Warriors. That's hot take number one. Hot take number two is that... Who, extremely hot. I'm on fire. Hot take number two is that whoever comes out of the East is going to win the NBA championship. I've said that before. Yeah, I'm sticking with this. I believe Toronto will move on. Face Milwaukee. Lose to Milwaukee. The Milwaukee Bucks will be your NBA champion. Well... First of all, 
Charles Barkley agrees with it's a red hot take. Yeah. Uh, Charles Barkley picked Portland to make the finals. <laughs> I, he's, so far, he's not wrong. Um, but yeah. The thing is, is this does this depend on Durant's health? Or you don't care? No, I don't care. I think the Warriors are ready to go home. I, I think the Warriors. I can't possibly say that. They're after ready. The other night. They're ready. They're ready. They they've beaten the Rockets. That was some heroic thing. The narrative here is we can do it without KD. We can do it without Boogie. <laughs> which which Earth to everyone not familiar. They won seventy three games yeah, two years ago with this. Core, okay. Book. I'm sorry. Steph, Igadala, Clay, Clay Draymond. and Draymond yeah. won 73 games. That's who they're playing with now. Mm-hmm. But I believe yeah. there's going to be a little bit of a letdown. They came through. They won this series. I, I, KD's going to miss. I have the exact opposite opinion. Yeah. I can't believe you're saying this. You think they're going to coast to the title now? I no, not coast. I think they're really motivated by this injury. I think that Friday night's game. If you were to ask me who was going to win, I would have told you the Warriors are going to win because yes. I. That team at all the last two years has been riding Kevin Durant's coattails, and, and people have been saying that he's the best player. They've been saying he's their best player because they, you know, they keep sucking up to him really bad. Yeah. And going to that game before in the locker room before the game, this is our chance to show everyone that hey, we're the still the like you said, still the seventy three win Warriors, and we have a chance to shut the Rockets up now. I don't know when Durant's coming back. Have they, have they said anything? I, I believe he'll be back at some point in the Western Conference yeah, Finals. I, would, you know, I think he's going to miss one or two games. As much as I hate the guy, I would, it would suck for him to, to get all the way to this point and miss the championship. Boogie coming back is super weird. I mean, we, we assumed he would be I gone. I wouldn't even play him. I mean, he... And right, even if he comes back, is he at 100%? He gonna, is he going to make He's it? not going to play. But Durant, they need. He, may, he might be just like Bogut. I mean, you're talking about them against Portland or Denver. That, I find Bogut being back funny. Even Bogut was on the 73-win Warriors. They really Bogut, have the yeah. same as Sean Livingston. They have the same guys back. They, you know... I don't know. That game Friday night was was terrible. What a letdown. And I knew it. I would have bet everything I had on the Warriors. I knew it. And you know what? Daryl Morey tipped his cap. It's over there in Houston. It's over. They have nothing to do with Chris Paul. They owe Chris Paul $120 million for the next three years. Oh, boy. Maybe the Supermax is a bad idea. What are they going to do? Nothing. They're going to bring the same team back. They're done. And they're going to be worse. And James Harden has a reckoning to do. If James Harden is truly the best player in the world, which he is not... Okay, how do you lose that game? Uh, Steph Curry goes over 33 points in the second half. James Harden had, sorry, no. James Harden had one of the greatest offensive seasons in the history of the basketball. He did. In the history of the league. He did. You can't take that away from the guy. But I, maybe that style can, uh, can no, win. I agree. Wins regular okay. season games. Fine. It can win round it's one. It's not a championship style. It can't win a title. He cannot do it that way. They should have at least they should have at least. Let me tell you this. Can I, can, I, can I give you this take? Chris Paul is not better than, than George Hill anymore, man. He's not. I'm done with Chris Paul. Stop telling me that Chris Paul. He's terrible. He's Chris, just paid well. He's terrible. He's not a good player anymore. He's not. So 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 if Chris Paul is, is a mediocre point guard, yep. and you're playing and putting him with James Harden and a bunch of role players, yes. he has to, he's got to, James Harden's got to score 50 points for him to win. Yes. Although here's the counterpoint. I'm going to make it, and you can give your thoughts on this. What if Giannis Antetokounmpo wins a title, but James Harden couldn't because his supporting cast is so much better, Giannis? Yeah, first of all, yes. It is better. Is Middleton, it is better. Middleton, you're right. You're right. There's a certain style the Rockets play, right. which which lends itself to right. going ice cold in big spots, and you lose and get knocked out of the playoffs. Everyone stands around and watches hard. Yeah, and if he's not making his threes, you're dead. Yeah. And Chris Paul is supposed to be the guy who can run the offense when, when Harden's not doing it and get you 11 points in a quarter and control the game and get the hell of the ball and do all those other things. And he doesn't do jack anymore. He's a mediocre point guard at this point who just happens to be named Chris Paul. It's not 2010, man. But, but you know what? What I just said doesn't apply to James Harden. It applies to like 10 guys. If Giannis Antetokounmpo wins a title, there's going to be a whole lot of guys out there who are going to be looking stupid. I mean, then, you know, you were never as good as Giannis is today. 
I don't know. Let's think of some other guys. There's other guys out there during this Warriors run. It's not, it's not all about your best player. I mean, I know it's important, but it's, yeah. there's infrastructure. Yeah. Coach, they lost in the first round this year with, with Jason Kidd and Mike Brundy or whatever. Yeah. They had their coach, but they had a really good infrastructure. They have a bunch of good players. Oh, let, let, me, let me give you a specific example. It'd be very damning to Joel Embiid, wouldn't it? If he doesn't win and he wins it? Yeah. Yeah, but Joel Embiid's young. Harden's in his prime now. Giannis is young, too. Oh, that's my point. I know. But, but I'm saying... You can still get it, though. No, but we're going to start to look at Embiid in a very different way than we look at Giannis. It's going to be Giannis and everyone else, like, way behind him. Yeah, I, I hear you. You're, you're, you're changing your, your point. I think you're talking about trying to make the case about Harden's legacy here. No, bit. I am trying to knock Harden down a bunch of pegs because Harden is the guy in the conversation with Giannis for MVP. And, and, and Harden... Being a supreme individual talent is there, but we look at him totally different because if you can't beat the Warriors without Durant and Boogie, I mean, you're not that good. I, I think Giannis could beat them that Harden, way. Harden, okay, so who was, the, who was the best player in the game going to Friday night's game? Is Curry or Harden? Who do you think is the best player in that game? Harden. He's yes. supposed Agreed. to be Agreed. based on his season. Harden had the great, great season. He was the best player going to that yes. game. And he did not play badly in that game either. He scored 30 points or something right. like that. Right. So, I mean, they just don't get enough contributions from other guys. And I the just, Warriors are just so well-oiled. These guys are... Clay Thompson, Mitch, yeah. he's going to be a 10-time All-Star. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And he's completely not selfless. Doesn't care yeah. if he gets the ball. He's a great, great, yeah. great... Team I think the point I'm making is that the Rockets have always been built around watching James Harden yeah. play basketball. Yeah. And you cannot win like this. I'm trying to think of the 90s. The Warriors are stacked talent-wise. The Bucks are stacked talent-wise. Even the Sixers have four All-Stars and a great role player so in Reddit. the Raptors Reddick. are interesting comparison. Kawhi and the Raptors versus yes. Harden on the Rockets. Yes. Very interesting comparison. Yes. There's a bunch of role players around those guys. None of them are really great. The they're, difference is Harden. They're good. They're not great. Harden doesn't have a second guy like Siakam. I guess that's the difference. And they don't play as much defense. Kawhi's one of the better defenders in the history of the league. Look, the Rockets are broken. That's, that's a failed experiment. It's, it's, a, it's a shame because they're going to have to bring the same team back next year. Unless they're gonna, I mean, Darren Moore will do anything. Yeah, he's He'll a smart try guy. Anything. He's a smart guy. He'll try to trade Chris Paul if someone will take him. I don't see that happening. It's a failed... Is Antonio going to come back? Why not? Wait, I mean, they're paying him. Does he have anything better to do? I, I guess mean, he's a good coach, right? What like, should he do? Go coach the Lakers? He tried. He, he tried that. He lasted like ten him, games. I'm asking for the Rockets' perspective, are they going to bring him back? I mean, they're not going to be better with somebody else. He he won them all a million games this year. I, I get it, but but he's the it's the same thing as Phoenix Suns in two, mid two thousands. Right? Same thing as Brett Brown. No, it, no, I'm saying from Tony's perspective, he's a great regular season coach. You think that Tony should resign? Certain, I'm asking if the Rockets should fire him. And move which, on. From which point? From, no, from Daryl Rory's perspective. Should I bring back to... Is D'Antoni a championship coach? Should I fire him and find somebody else? It's a big problem for them. He, with the pieces they have, D'Antoni's the best they could do. So that's what I'm saying. Yes. They so, don't have defenders. Right. So they don't they're, have... They're Tom, running, Tom Thibodeau. He can't coach James Harden. No, they're running the 2000 Phoenix Steve Nash Suns. Yes. And they're going to make it to the Kyle Smiles lose every year. That's the personnel they have. Eric Gordon. Uh, Green. Gerald Green. Yeah. These guys can't Capella, play. They're they, role players. They, they can't play defense. Shooters and role guys. Tom Thibodeau is a fantastic example. Thibodeau is the opposite of D'Antoni. D'Antoni's like, let's run up the court and chuck threes. Thibodeau's like, let's play off-court offense and some defense. These players they have cannot play okay. Tom Thibodeau's system. Okay, but 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 what ha- what they're doing now is not working. They're not winning. No, they're not winning. They're so in big trouble. D'Antoni back and run it again. They may have to buy out. He's a very wealthy guy, the owner of the Rockets. He's a casino Chris guy. Paul? Tillman Fertitta. I think it'll pay Chris Paul like $30 million to go somewhere else. 
can't imagine that's going to happen. They have to. Like, they're, they're screwed. This contract is going to crush them. They're going to be irrelevant for the next three years. Clippers get out of that. Everyone's going to catch up with them. Clippers are going to sign some free agents. And they're going to be better than the Rockets. Yeah. And the OKC is, I guess, in a similar position. It's, really, it's a really tough spot. The Rockets are in a really bad spot. There's a lot of teams in the West that are in a bad spot. The Thunder are in a bad spot. But I think Paul George is a better player than. Would you rather be paying Chris, uh, Russell Westbrook than Chris Paul for I would. million? Dollars. I would. I he's, would. He's a mediocre point guard at this point. I agree. So, I, I mean, the Rockets are in trouble. It's really a shame because I feel like Harden this season put up one of the great years of all time. He's going to go down with, like, Reggie Miller. He's better than him. He's much better than Reggie Miller. Yeah. Jerry West. Guys, Jerry West won an event. Like, Allen Iverson. So close to win a championship. Allen Iverson. Iverson. Never won a title. Never won a title. Yeah. Great, great guard. Yeah. Old fame guard. Yeah. Never won a title. Yeah. So, Charles, Steve Nash. Charles Barkley never won a title. Yeah, plenty of great players. great players that never won a title. Never made it to the, Chris Paul never made it to the conference finals. I don't know if Charles right? Barkley. Charles did. Barkley made a finals. He lost to the Bulls in 93. Yeah. Iverson did make a finals. Yeah, they lost, lost to the Lakers. Lakers yeah. yeah, so the guys that made a finals. Harden hasn't made it there yet. Oh, well, he's got the Warriors in his way. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's like playing in the AFC East with the Patriots. I so, mean, you got the Patriots. What are you going to do? I expect Golden State, to, ho- which will be hosting either Denver or Portland, and Durant will come back probably game four, game five of the next round. Yeah. And you think Denver's going to beat them. Let me ask you, if Portland wins today. First, yeah. of, all, first of all, I don't agree. Golden State's going to the finals. Okay. 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 If Portland wins today, can Portland beat them? They'll get destroyed. They'll lose in five games. You don't think they have any chance? No. Because they're playing the same system, right? Yes. They're putting two guards against them, and their two guards are not as the good as The difference that I see with, with, with Denver, first of all, Jokic is a huge difference maker. Oh, and I don't believe they, they, match up with they have no one in the front court to match up with him. Yeah. No one. But they, can't, they can't deal with his passing he skills. He is slow. He is slow. He plays basketball like I He is slow. He's fat and he's slow. But they... They have, they, have a, they have about 17 shooters on their roster. When Jokic gets the ball down low, you have a shooter on every wing. Agreed, but if, you, but if on the other side, if he has to guard like Draymond, it's going to be a big problem. They're a very high-scoring team. No, I know, I know. They can keep up with so them. So you don't think Portland has any chance? No, I don't. Yeah, McCollum and Lillard are not, they're not Thompson no. and Curry. They're just not. McCall- they're I, one, one notch below. I love McCollum. He's a star. He's not a superstar. He just no, isn't. He isn't. No. Lillard is. But the, the team is not. Cantor's going to be exposed terribly. They're going to steal the ball from Cantor every time he touches it. Cantor's not. Yeah, I might play. Nah. All right. They, I like Portland today. You like Denver today. We both. I, I'm picking Toronto. You picking Philly? What's amazing about Denver before we move on to the East is they're now playing in their second straight seven game series. They're going to be exhausted. exhausted. Man, that's going to be rested for a while. I don't remember a team that played 14 playoff games in their first two they, rounds. They that's a lot. lot. They should have lost to the Spurs. They should have. Who are you picking, Philly? Toronto? I mean, your official pick because you, you you waffled a little before. You know I'm, what? I believe Philly's going to win. Pick, but I'm, pick. I'm rooting for Toronto, so Toronto's my pick. Okay. Good, Toronto. So we're in agreement there. Toronto and Denver. I like Portland today. All right. All right. Last Are you picking Philly or Toronto? Toronto. Okay. I hope. I hate Philly. I yeah. Hate them. Oh, yeah. It's time for them to go. They're so gross. And by the way, we'll have a whole. Speaking of gross, we'll, we'll have a whole other podcast to, to to see if they need to blow it up or oh, what they need yeah, to we'll trade Ben Simmons. We'll see what happens. I there. don't know. Yeah, speaking, go ahead. Speaking of gross, yes, the Boston Celtics. Oh, go ahead. Where the floor is yours. Won the first game in, in Milwaukee by over 20 points and looked looked great. They won five straight playoff games. People got excited. I got excited. <laughs> and then went on to lose four straight games and not just lose, but lose badly in all four games. Yeah. Got blown out in the second half all four times. And immediately after the game, the next day on ESPN.com, there was articles about Kyrie's attitude, the whole season. Everybody knew in October that this was going to be a tough challenge. Steven said it's going to be the hardest year of his life to coach. And I'm think, reading this and I'm thinking, this is... The, this is making me vomit. I can't li- read this. I, I have never 
I've never not enjoyed a season more in my Let entire me th- life. <laughs> this is the most miserable NBA season of my life. I thought expectations are the worst. Let me throw you an alley-oop because the listeners need to hear your take on this. I'm just going to lob it up and you can dunk it home. And before you waffle for 10 minutes, which you're going to do, because I, I empathize with you. I, I know, but it's a yes or no question. Yeah, okay. First day of free agency. Do you want Irving to sign with the Celtics? It's a yes or no question. And it's impossible for you to answer. But yes or no? Well, can I ask you a question first? Oh, yeah. Here we Hold go. <laughs> if the, if I have to, you have to give me yes or no first. Okay. And then if you tell me yes or no, I'll be able to tell you the second question. Okay. Yes or no? Yes. Is Anthony Davis... If, is Anthony Davis going to be traded for if we keep Kyrie Irving? No. Then, then no. Then let's, go, then let's get rid of Kyrie. Blow it up. If we can't get Anthony Davis, You're not getting I don't him. care about Kyrie. You're not getting him. And because Tatum, Why? Because Tatum's stock took a nosedive. They're going to go find somebody else to trade with. Okay, so if that's happening, if Anthony Davis yeah. is off the table, yeah. and, you're, and then you're asking me again, yes or no, yeah. I don't want Kyrie back. I, 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 can't, I can't take him. Well, according to Stephen A. Smith and others, yeah. there is, quote, a 95% chance that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to be signing with the New York Knicks. That is a quote from Stephen A. He's been running around telling everyone that this is what he's told. The only, only possible hang-up is Kevin Durant changing his mind. Okay. I'll I have to find out. I heard that, yeah. and I also heard that Kyrie Irving was very interested in going to the Lakers. <laughs> okay, the play with LeBron James under Ty Lue. What is going on? <laughs> the, the fact that we're even having this conversation is a Nuts. joke. Nuts. Kyrie refused to play with him in Cleveland and got himself traded to the Celtics, and now two years later is going to go join him in the Lakers to play for Frank Vogel. No, no. Well, what in the hell is going on? It was going to be under- the NBA is going completely crazy, Mitch. It's going to be crazy. it's going to be under Ty Lue, but Ty Lue did not. No, I didn't Job. Yeah, I didn't take I the heard, job. I read something. I, I yeah. think it may have been satire. Yeah. That Ty Lue didn't take the job because he didn't want to coach Kyrie again. Nah. <laughs> now Kyrie's on the Celtics for God's sake. That's not what happened. Ty Lue feels that he's actually a good coach. And he wanted five years. And they offered three. And Kurt Rambis. Kurt Melinda Rambis. Oh what God. is going on in LA? Oh God. Kurt Rambis? The only thing I know about Kurt Rambis is that he wore ugly rec specs. I don't know anything. Kurt Rambis is making personnel decisions? Kurt Rambis has been holding Phil Jackson's jock shot for 40 years. Mm. That's all he does. I ain't gonna be here. And now I read that Phil Jackson Jackson was consulting on the Frank Vogel hire. Mitch, I don't even know. And Jason Kidd is there. Speaking, oh my God. Jason Kidd. Dysfunction. This is, the, this is oh as dysfunctional as it can get. When you were talking about LeBron James coach teams and dysfunction, yeah. this is exactly what you mean. Nick fans are looking at Laker fans and they're laughing. Although Laker fans were good seven years ago. Knicks haven't been good in 25 years. So this is a difference. But The interview with Frank Vogel was conducted by Rob Palinka, who's, yeah. who somehow still, still there. Still has a yeah. job. Right. Jeannie Buss, some other Buss, Kurt Rambis, and Phil Jackson. That was the team that looked at and, and, and coaching. We're talking about the Celtics for a second. I got way off topic. That Laker, the Laker thing is a mess. When we did this, the season predictions preview, I picked the Celtics to make the finals. I have never been more excited for a team, and I can remember, in my life. Maybe in 2008, but even then I didn't know if it was going to be as good as it turned out. The team from day one had big problems. From day one, you told me and a bunch of other guys, including the TKS Capital Saul, told me that there's only one ball. And when you have only one ball and you have nine guys who want it, including, including Terry Rozier and, 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 and Marcus Morris and Jalen Brown, you're going to have problems. And I'm like, no, we have Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is going to be the president of the United States. He's the greatest coach of all time. And from minute one, it wasn't working. And the whole year went by, and they didn't make one single move. Can you tell me why they didn't trade Rozier in the middle? 
What was Rozier's value? Get rid of Just get him off the team. Yeah. Get I, him off the team because you don't need him. He's a ninth man. He wants the ball. Get him off the team. Rozier, I don't want to be here. Rozier is speaking in the media as if he's like an all-star player. Right. That's a problem. Yeah, man. it is a problem. Rozier thinks he should be, should be the, 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 the number one point guard there. And, and, and Kyrie hears Rozier, you know, speaking that he's a good player. You know what Kyrie says? I've been talking to people walking here. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I, that is my favorite clip on the internet. It, it, I'm doing you all disservice I, by playing the audio. Magic is smiling, saying, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I love Magic. So, yeah, we, we made this trade with the Nets five, right. six years ago. Right. We got all these draft picks. Yep. We got Tatum. We yep. got Brown. We got Kyrie Irving. Yep. And we got another pick coming. And there's a chance, there's a chance, if we can't get Anthony Davis, which you seem to think is not happening, I mean, Kyrie I mean, Irving signs with the Knicks, that the whole thing is gone. It's over. This 10-year well, run well, is over because Gordon Hayward yeah. freaking jumped and landed on his ankle and it broke his ankle on day one. If that wouldn't have happened, Mitch, if that wouldn't have happened, this whole thing would have been Hold much on, better. Let me, let me give you... I did This is the worst. Let me give you a very optimistic scenario to talk you and your dad off the ledge. I'm going to... Yeah, my dad. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take, He's miserable. We'll, take, we'll talk you guys off the ledge for a second. Perhaps Kyrie Irving will be the biggest addition by subtraction that the Celtics ever had. Perhaps yeah, okay. Jason Tatum will become a 22, 23-point-a-game guy. Jalen Brown will become a star. They will lose Kyrie. Al Horford will stay for a veteran leadership and presence because nobody else will pay him $26 million a year, so he will not opt out. Hayward will get better. And, and Hayward will be one year healthier, and you will end up with a core of Jalen Brown, Tatum, uh, Horford, Hayward, and you will also sign a decent free agent. Now, no, we're not going to have cap room either way. Well, Kyrie leaves. I know, but they're, they're paying Hayward and Horford $60 million. Okay. Yeah, so maybe they will. Maybe a small amount, but they'll have, they can bring Rozier back. And Marcus and Smart. And Marcus Smart comes back healthy, and Marcus Smart doesn't need to shoot that much. No. So here's your starting lineup, all right? He's smart at the point. You got Jim Tatum Brown. at the two, yeah. Brown at the three, Hayward. you got Hayward at the four, and Horford at the five, and maybe. You're playing with energy. Marcus Barnes coming off the bench. You're playing with enthusiasm. And you look a million times better. All because you lost Kyrie. That's, that's the dream. I believe it. You think that's... I believe it. I'm buying in. Kyrie is a cancer. So... And, and there's talk of the Nets might say, I don't want Kyrie. No. No. I want Tobias Harris. Resign D'Angelo Russell. Before this times. No, I don't want Kyrie. You watch the guy play. He's great. He's unbelievably talented. Yes. He's got more skill than anyone you've ever seen with the ball. I don't want to be here. But he, he, he doesn't want to play within a team environment. He doesn't know what he wants. He didn't want in Cleveland. Now happy. he doesn't want in Boston. Guy. He's never happy. He'll be on the Knicks within three minutes. He'll be complaining. He's oh not going to be happy. God. He's not going to be happy. He doesn't, like, he doesn't like the media in Boston. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in New York? They're going to hate him here. This guy guy's going to be calling Francesa. This guy, Kyrie Irving's a bump. Get, Get him out of here. <laughs> he doesn't belong here. He got up at the, pre, the preseason season ticket holder event and he said, said he was committed. Com- if, if you'll have me back, I'm in. I'm, I'm in back. Yeah. And then within three months at MSG that day, he told me, don't ask me until July 1st. I can't commit to anything. I don't yeah. wanna, I'm making my decision. What's best for me and my family. I have zero faith he wants to I come back. I don't want him. He doesn't want to come back. Don't Let want him go him. to the Knicks. Good luck to you with him and Durant. Two of the flakiest guys on planet yep. Earth. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, this season was such a disappointment. And you know what? If Gordon Hayward was what he was supposed to be, this might have been such a, this might, this might have been a championship team. Okay, a lot of what's ifs, ands, or buts. In the Look, first game of the five minutes yeah. in, man. No, no, one has, no one has a more what if than me. Because you just mentioned it in your earlier soliloquy here. The trade? The trade. 
who wants a piece of them? It's a Sports Illustrated cover. Jason Kidd is the coach, okay? And you have Pierce Garnett, Brooke Lopez, Joe Johnson, and Darren Williams. Who wants a piece of them? Apparently everybody did. <laughs> because, except Net fans, they didn't want no piece of them. That was supposed to be, I couldn't sleep for a month. So- I was so excited they are going to win 75 games. And they stunk. Brooke Lopez got hurt. Kevin Darren Garnett was, was a Darren carcass. Was Darren was, oh my God, they were awful. You know what? You're right. Because that whole thing turned out to be nothing. Celtics still made that was six years we're waiting for this to this summer. This is it. Yeah. I think they're gonna get Anthony Davis. I still believe. Alright, let's move on. Where's Anthony Davis going? I who knows? Don't know. There's another future podcast. Maybe the Lakers. Future podcast. Maybe the Lakers. Maybe Kuzma and Ball and Ingram. Maybe the Knicks. Maybe. I, I did that New York Knicks uh, offseason thing yeah. on the internet, and I traded, yeah. I traded for Anthony Davis. One thing on and the, I signed Durant and one thing on, 55 and 27. One thing on the Knicks, uh Judah and Spring Valley. Shout Chestnut out. Ridge. Great, great link. He sent a clip of Christoph Sprzingis looking dazed and disoriented. The very awkward. Bleeding. Shoving a woman. Yeah. Is it possible the Knicks got it right? They unloaded I mean, him. He's got rape. Thing. He's got rape allegations. Yeah. He looks like he's in some bar fight in Latvia. Yeah, shoving a woman. He's out of control. That bad. Well, whatever it is. It he, wasn't great. He was in a bar fight, it looks like. I, I, and he's the supposed Knicks, to be, the Knicks dodge he's supposed to be rehabbing from, from, from his ACL. So you know, maybe he's going to be a terrible influence maybe, on Donkic. Maybe, right, maybe the Knicks knew that he was a real big problem. Because maybe, that trade made no sense. Maybe he knew he was a head case. The trade made no sense. Yeah. No, we couldn't explain it. Um, Tuesday's the lottery, Mitch. Oh. It's coming. You know what we should do? We should do a live 20-minute very yes. short, yeah. rapid should, reaction pod. We should bring in two, two Nick fans that we know. Let oh. them sit here. Oh, God. Interview them before the, You're right. interview them before the pod. You're right. Ask them questions about their misery as a Nick fan. Uh, tonight's the night. You're tonight's so right. the night. Zion's coming home. You're so right. And when they get the fifth pick, we're just going to laugh at them for uh, 20 minutes. You're so right. We're doing it. That's what we're going to do. Live power. We get some Nick fans in here. Maybe we'll get the TKS Capital host. Oh. And we'll interview him. Before. But he's not a Nick fan. We're gonna we're gonna think of the longest suffering miserable Nick fans, fans that we know. I have them come we're out and watch them, it together. Bring them on board. Oh man, who's going to win the lottery? Be phenomenal, not the Knicks. <laughs> See, the is, Although if I'm the NBA, oh. I gotta go. David Stern, cheap, cold, just cheap. cold envelope. Yes, Patrick yes. Ewing, yes. you got to have Zion. I do not want Zion in Phoenix or Cleveland. Could you imagine? Him in no, Cleveland? it's worse. Zion's got to be with the Knicks. We should have led with this. I'm very it's, excited. It's, it's really a big deal. I hate the Knicks and I want Zion on the Knicks. Yes, it's a really big deal. The whole basketball, the whole New York City basketball rejuvenated, man. Yeah. It's great. Take us home, Mitch. Oh, man. Like it's seven, baby. Let's go. Like, like a Knicks fan with a 52% chance of landing the fifth pick. <laughs> I don't want to be here. DKS Capital.